Welcome to the Footwear Insight Extra podcast from Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York. Formula 4 Media publishes vertical trade magazines, Outdoor Insight, Team Insight, Textile Insight, and Footwear Insight with related digital publications Team Insight Extra twice monthly, Textile Insight Extra once a month, and Footwear Insight Extra on Wednesdays. Now it's time for the latest podcast. We are speaking today with Ms. Olga Dogankina, co-founder and CEO of CEO of Imperia, a London-based firm that leverages virtual reality technology for the premium fashion and art sectors to communicate a brand narrative that is tailored for the unique environment of the virtual world. Before starting Imperia in April of 2019, she was a digital market market consultant for more than two years after previous sales stints at both uh, Coach and Michael Kors. Good afternoon, uh, Ms. Dogankina. Let's get started. Maybe first you could tell our listeners, you know, what is Imperia and why did you start it? Of course. Um, good afternoon. It's great to be here. So to tell you a little bit more about, about Imperia. So we are a virtual stores platform that enables brands to boost their sales and customer engagement across their online channels through the use of 3D technologies. So just to give a little bit of a background of how the whole thing started. Uh, well, my own background is in fashion industry. And like Robert said, um, I've spent about six years in luxury retail going from retail to wholesale to then e-commerce and digital and what I consistently saw was the brands I worked with and that was brands like Coach and Michael Kors and Valentino is how much they struggled with e-commerce because there was absolutely no way to create any type of experience through digital front end and when you think about visiting a premium or luxury store physically like say going to Michael Kors and then going online the experience is not so consistent because within the digital um, realm there's not much that the brand can create beyond uh, a two-dimensional white page with a list of images. So by the time you scroll through 15 pages of those black dresses, you just don't want anything as a consumer. And that's something I saw firsthand working in the fashion industry. And I then worked with Microsoft on a consultancy basis where I tried VR for the first time. And that was back in 2018. So that was pretty cumbersome experience, massive headset, lots of cables. But what I thought was, wow, if we took this and made this more user-friendly, and just nicer for the consumers. Wouldn't it be great to just sit home with your nice glass of wine and enjoy a beautiful shopping experience? And consumers would love it because it's more fun, more engaging, and more entertaining. And brands would love it because they can actually create a type of experience that is typically only available in their physical stores with the customer service and the true brand storytelling uh, that they like to put behind their product. So that's where the whole thing started. And we then started building it and adapting it so that the virtual experience can run not just in a VR headset, but across any device. It's with no downloads. What does the augmented reality add to the virtual shopping experience? You know, in some of your press materials, you mentioned augmented reality. What does that add? Um, in terms of what AR does for shopping, it's more about being able to try the product and visualize it within your own space. And there's a lot of talks about virtual try-ons and different experimentations around that. But what we're really seeing uh, is a significant boost in, engage- in engagement when customers are actually able to try things on in their virtual, in their vir- virtual space, but also in their physical environment where you can see, say, Burberry handbag on your table or see yourself in the mirror with a bag next to you. Um, So that's the kind of typical use of AR that we see that bridges the physical and digital. The virtual shopping and uh, augmented reality keep, uh, you talked about, touched about it already, but it keeps consumers more engaged with the brand and its products? Uh, Yes, exactly. Is this never-ending shopping experience better suited for luxury brands or can more mainstream labels also benefit from it? So what we're really seeing is the brands being able to create the environment so create this narrative that they're typically only able to 
do it within a physical environment, but even better actually, because brands can replicate their store, but they can also create a store in a flower field, or we had brands creating virtual stores in outer space. So there's really no limitations to the size or the creativity that the brand can put there to create their experience. And from that point onwards, they consistently use our test platform to continuously manage whatever products and content goes within that virtual store. So it becomes part of their ongoing long-term e-commerce strategy rather than kind of one-off solution to showcase the brand. And what we're really seeing throughout those experiences is people spending over 14 minutes on average within the virtual store. If you think about it in the context of traditional e-commerce, people would usually spend under two minutes on a yeah on an e-commerce website, whether it's luxury or a high street retail. And significant boost in conversion rates as well. So we generally see a 73% increase in conversion rates uh, through a virtual store. And yes, it is at the moment predominantly within the luxury industries. However, we're seeing a very strong shift towards uh, high street brands and just generally all retail. And the way we position it is any product that needs a little bit more of a story and a bit more uh, of a customer service and perception behind it. Like, of course, if you're buying dog food on Amazon and you want to check out and be done with it in two seconds and never remember about that problem again of course you want the quicker experience and just kind of be done with that was the problem but when it comes to any product that requires a little bit of consideration and comparison between different brands and different options available in the market that's where a virtual experience can really add to that customer journey two follow-ups on what you just said one is i want to know demographically have you has re- early research showed that it's more appealing to the younger gen zers than baby boomers for example or do you think that all age groups will adopt will are, are well suited to this virtual reality world so what we are seeing is typically brands either approaching us that are already targeting younger consumer groups and that wouldn't necessarily be just Gen Z that would typically be somewhere around 20 to 35 which is the core consumer for most e-commerce at the moment and what we're seeing is either brands wanting to expand their engagement with that age group or trying to tap into the young, younger age group if they are currently targeting all the generations the way the technology works itself is very much click-based so you don't need to learn anything or know anything about gaming or how 3D works as a consumer to be able to use it. Um, however, just what we're seeing in as trends in the market that, of course, Gen Z is becoming an absolute core audience for anything digital that's including traditional e-commerce as well. A lot of our audience at Formula 4 Media in New York are footwear vendors and retailers. Is the footwear virtual experience, fit, fitting experience, largely different Largely different than you find in a sit-and-fit store for shoes? I'd say any type of retail experience is kind of product agnostic in this case. Um, when it comes to footwear, of course, you want to bring a bit of a brand story into it as well. Why would you buy this, this type of shoe instead of another one? There are virtual try-on solutions that are coming into play here as well. However, what we'd see is general engagement with the brand and with the product being much higher within a digital environment where uh, we're actually able to track what people do within those virtual environments and which products are, are attracting the most attention. So that's where we're seeing people spending significant amount of time and just discovering products, seeing them in 360 on their screen, trying them in AR in their physical space, um, and just engaging with the product at a higher level. So those kind of stats is what we're seeing consistently across all, all markets. So of course, it's applicable to footwear as well application of it to companies if they're considering this is there a lot of cost involved and how long does it typically take for, to get a virtual shopping experience operational and gain traction with a particular brand maybe this is a variable but also gain traction with a particular brand's consumers so in terms of costs uh, we run on annual subscription basis where uh, the brand can create their virtual space and continuously update it using the platform 
And the shift that we're seeing is actually towards using those experiences as a permanent solution rather than kind of one of marketing hit. And in terms of the timing, so the brand can be up and running in as quickly as four weeks. Um, I mean, that can happen quicker as well, but we would generally recommend a kind of four week time frame between uh, the time when they decide to, to launch a virtual store to actual launch. So we enable companies to create a virtual store, which is a digital environment that allows them to present their brand DNA, create a bit more of a story and engage their consumers in a better level. It's not quite that much about trying things on. It's more about the actual engagement and experience of shopping. So the way that you would come to a store in a physical scenario where it wouldn't necessarily be just about trying things on, it would be much more about seeing the store, seeing what's available and offered, you know, trying things with friends, customer service and so on. And just kind of creating a more shared shopping experience rather than necessarily like, here's a store, here's a shoe, you try it on. Yeah, it's a slightly different flow as a technology. Is there a site that other brands might be interested in your company service could look at to see how it looks and know how it is? Burberry or Dior or Harrods or any other of our of our clients. Well, next, could you talk about how your clients about your clients and how they use the data that they uh, able to acquire from their virtual reality uh, virtual shopping uh, sites? Of course. So to give you an example, quite a lot of our clients are indeed within the premium and luxury industries. So if we use an example of Burberry or Dior, the kind of experiences that we've created there is very deeply rooted in uh, the brand identity and the way they present their brand. And what we did there in both cases, actually, we've uh, created the environment where all the core elements of the physical retail are present, but at the same time, the virtual store itself uh, could not possibly exist in the real world. And that's where we're seeing the highest engagement numbers and creating the sense of discovery and also bringing this notion of the metaverse and the first steps towards creating the brand metaverse in this instance. And what we've seen in those cases is, in the case of Burberry, people spending upwards of 17 minutes to discover products in 3D, seeing the virtual space, uh, discovering the collection, styling tips, and also connecting with each other and the uh, shop assistant through a video chat mode built in within the virtual store. And in terms of data and what brands really see and what they can see through the platform, so every virtual store comes with a data dashboard. And of course, they can see all the high-level traffic details, but also really granular details about where people stood, what they looked at, what were the most active areas within the virtual store, and then make better merchandising decisions through the SaaS platform. Platform so that if they're seeing that say yellow handbags sold best in the right hand corner of the store, um, they can place more yellow items in that store and maximize on that ROI. By using data, we're really enabling retailers to maximize the actual return on investment and actual conversion rates within the virtual store, where it becomes very much business metric driven rather than a pretty tool to kind of engage with the metaverse. Finally, today, uh, Ms. Doug and Kina, any final thoughts or comments about virtual shopping and, and AR and how it might uh, evolve over? the next five to 10 years? Of course. So what we're seeing over the past few months is a significant consumer interest in the metaverse and brands really looking to establish their digital presence where we came to a realization that actually there needs to be a differentiated digital strategy um, that positions the brand in kind of new 
era because the metaverse today is something kind of where social media used to be in 2009 where every single brand we work with no they need to do something about it they just don't know quite how yet so it's all about defining the strategy and approaching the right platforms the right techniques and creating the right environment for your brand to dive into the metaverse and start establishing this digital presence and the trends we're seeing today and how much time consumers spend in those digital environments but also how much more enhanced the experience of shopping becomes by using 3D technologies and digital environments is quite incredible so what we're seeing is a significant shift towards experiences across all digital platforms and e-commerce first and foremost um, so what we are seeing from our side is this trend only strengthening over over time we are more and more people and more comfortable to shop online and it's just up to the brands to enable a better shopping experience no matter which platform people are accessing through thanks for joining me today Ms. Doggin Kina the CEO and co-founder of Imperia in London you've been listening to the Sports Style Footwear Insight podcast from Formula 4 Media in Great Neck New York don't miss this and every podcast plus weekly industry news every Wednesday podcasts are also available on SoundCloud and other platforms I am Bob McGee